This is SG Fun, a Stargate podcast. Hey, I got stuff for the intro. Oh, well, I know. I Let's get started. Yeah. Hey, what's up, good listeners? I'm Sarah, one of your co-hosts here on Stargate SG Fun, a pandemic comfort podcast about Stargate SG One, <laughs> the TV show, <laughs> of which I've seen still nine and a half seasons. But either I'm going to finish. I think I'm not going to. I was thinking, Tori, that I would finish season 10 and then move on to Atlantis. But I just found out that Kaylee from Firefly is, can you hear that? The people, the people know that you have a dog now to dog and that people deliver stuff to my door. Um, <laughs> no, Kaylee from Firefly is in Stargate Atlantis. So immediately I want to watch that. So we'll see. I might, I might have updates as to my status as a Stargate viewer uh, next time, but not this time. That's the whole, that's the whole something changed in my status. (laughs) I thought thought it was pretty exciting. Status, (laughs) status. It's complicated. Yeah. (laughs) And then I said it and I'm like, this is not interesting at all. Uh, Oh, and I'm Tori and yeah, uh, my status has not changed. It's still watching these one at a time. I have no spoilers to give because I don't, I know none of them Uh, watching this as, as I go discovering new things, new people, new insect monsters, uh, little (laughs) cancer boys. Oh God. Um, And so, yeah. And yeah, you know, this is a comfort podcast. We're just hanging out in the still pandemic, just chilling. It's been a couple of weeks since we've recorded, but we're back. Totally not. Didn't forget how, how it works. No, no, no. I didn't forget to charge anything. Did you forget to do anything? I didn't. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't forget to prepare for some of our segments that I forgot we had. Oh yeah. We got, we got segments. Mm -mm. Oh, I know. Yeah. Remembered every one of them. So what do we got today? All right. Well, shit, man. Today, we got we got the real business. Do we? we? Got, what do we got? Well, fuck. We at? Let me scroll. Hurry. <laughs> <laughs> everyone's re- everyone's season- fucking ready here. <laughs> Are we on season two, episode 20? Jeez. Show and tell? Or Fozzie Tokra? <gasps> or Glasses uh-huh. 2.0? <laughs> or... Hmm. Good tea, or see you never, Fozzie Bear. No, no, no. We're, we're no, no. We're not at that. We're at uh, season two, episode twenty, the Alexander episode. That's good. That is good. The Alexander episode. Or let's do another meeting. Or Peter DeLuise is so good he can frame someone talking to a wall look dramatic. Ooh, even while whilst acting at the same time oh is he is he in this episode yes he is <gasps> who is he okay let's jump ahead don't who, oh who, hey oh. oh my god panic everybody panic and it's you should know everybody don't panic i never never an emergency shout everybody panic <laughs> that's probably what i would do 
if you're like listening to a podcast, you're like, what? What? <laughs> oh, they recorded it like a month ago. <laughs> Hope they're well, okay. Everything that's happened to you in the last month, I guess you should have panicked. <laughs> <laughs> um, the mountain's about to blow up. We clearly have a lack of tension situation. We need to build artificial tension through a time clock. For some reason, 24 seconds. No one knows why. And Tori, if you don't describe this episode in 24 seconds or less, the whole mountain's going to blow. We're oh, on no. self-destruct. Ready? Uh, Go. Uh, no. Uh, man, a little boy comes through the gate. Cancer boy. Fozzie boy. He's there to warn them. He sees it has an invisible mother. Uh, the rebels are coming to destroy them. They're trying to like, ah, we, don't, we can't see him. What are we going to do? The boy's like, you better hurry. And then they see some of them. It's starship troopers. They come and, and they have this big firefight with invisible insects. The boy's like sick. The mother dies. They decide to take him with the Tok'ra. Jacob. We all died. That was close. Man, you, yeah, to be fair, you included a lot of plot points and it occurs to me maybe there's no b plot to this so i should have just said oh they had oh they had about 15 meetings yeah end of of show um basically (laughs) there's a lot of briefings and debriefings and 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 sub briefings and and it was all a plot so how are you going to describe all that in 24 seconds i tried i was close yeah you were very close you did a very good job so yeah, should we talk about how Fozzie Bear, it opens with Fozzie Bear <laughs> self-opening the gate? And seriously, if you forgot, because I did, I've seen this episode before. If you go and watch the beginning of the episode, the gate opens, there's glasses 2.0 sitting in there. He's like, nobody, he's like, I don't know. It's opening itself, it seems like. And then we only see from the side at the feet and then up and up. And it is a fucking Fozzie bear Halloween costume. Yeah. Yeah. Until you get to the very top, it's Fozzie bear in, a, in like a, like a handmaiden's tail hood. I, be, I I think, I think, I think the, the Fozzie bear, like pull up face hood is covered mm-hmm. by that. Like, I think that's what, that's what, that's why he looks like he's sort of hunched. Yeah. And then for some reason he makes, um, a heartwarming eye, t- eye contact with, uh, <laughs> Marine Peter DeLuise. <laughs> oh, Oh yeah, yeah. The Marine sort of like peeks the one that out looks from a just corner. like Dom DeLuise. Oh, oh, oh. Um. <laughs> no, no, hang on, hang on. Yeah, yeah. No, before the, the kid even shows up there, like we gotta do like the titanium butthole just like just like <laughs> opening and closing, you know? Oh, like it's got norovirus. It's like I haven't seen a an, a winking anus since I worked at the jail. <laughs> Memories. Memories. And you're thinking, oh, she was must have been a guard and strip search people. No, 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 no. I was on psych staff. There's just a pleasant yeah, show was, somebody put on for us one day. <laughs> well, yeah, but yeah, they have no. Well, and it becomes like a bit of a thing about the plot is that like, yeah, they don't have control of the Irish. It's it's coming from somewhere <laughs> did else. You, did you say they don't have control? We of don't the have Irish? control of the Irish. <laughs> I have another Irish reference later in my script. Okay, perfect. Okay. Yeah, no, but it becomes like a big thing. It's like, how did they do it? I know, but before they even can think about how they did it, they got to go in there and figure out who this is. And so before they know who it is, they put as many personnel in that gate room as possible. 125 Marines. Yeah, just standing there. And at the very front is their leader, 
daddy, daddy. and their most valuable team. Yeah. And um, for once, Sam doesn't have to say she, did you guys know uh, <laughs> that I was Jolinar once? Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I was Tokra. It's, it's nothing. It's not a thing. However, I have superpowers for once Jack points it out. It's all kept and, down low. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And then here's here's how her superpowers manifest in this episode. She packs down this kid to make sure he's not hiding any hoarders behind his ear. Um, yeah, yeah. She pats down his shoulders and she sees if he has mumps. Check, checks his motherfucking teeth. Oh, like she's like she's buying a horse. Oh, or <laughs> to be super gross, a person. Because historically. Unfortunately, accurate. Oh well, <laughs> no, no, that's true. Although, although there is some history with that with the Teal'c's son. Do they do that with Teal'c's son? Well, no, no, no. But remember, because he had the he had the suicide tooth. You know that was how he was going to. Yeah, kill. she doesn't look at his molar. She just pulls it <laughs> well, down fair and looks at his front fair, teeth. Fair and <laughs> and what she's supposed to be doing is intuiting as if he has any naquita or gold <laughs> shit in him, and she. That's not how that works. It's always like a gut check, right? It's always like a real vibe. Suddenly, maybe this is Carter's down. way of vibing. Who <laughs> <laughs> wants to touch that kid's gross head? I do not know that kid. I'm sorry, he's a kid. It's make it that kid has the grossest head. Oh yeah, he's got a seventy year old. The veininess of it, yeah. oh yeah, yeah. Oh, but it looks worse because it's under smooth baby skin. Yeah. Ooh, ooh. Uh, well, yeah, well, yeah. So uh, we cut to credits. Well, he well before that he he's like I'm here to warn you. Cut to credits, mm-hmm. uh, which was great to listen to again. I credits I got, are beautiful. I got hyped. Movie. Yep, movie hyped credits. Up. And then we cut back to Doctor Fraser checking him out, and uh, apparently this is cr- super surprise. She couldn't find anything really wrong with them. Sort of. What's amazing. So I missed that. And I'm really sad that I missed that opportunity. I will tell you, I've been in a weird mental state of confusion all day. So that could be it. But later on in the show, (laughs) I'm like, miraculously, she does find something physically wrong with him. And I was really happy for her. Oh, well, literally (laughs) everything is wrong with him. Like. It's kind of her like whole thing is all or nothing. But she's everything's wrong with you or nothing's wrong with you. No, no, no. We'll get to it. We'll get. But but I'll. uh, Well, no. I'll just say it now. Her line is, "I couldn't really find anything wrong with them. Several of his major organs are failing." (laughs) (laughs) I know it's true. <laughs> what is she looking for? <laughs> what is he fine with? Like, maybe, maybe the whole thing is a like Gould, not Gould, basically. Yeah, or maybe. Like that. maybe bomb, not bomb. Uh, and he's a human. Ish, um, he's human. Ish, like, it's like if you tried to build a human in a real hurry, you did a rush job on building a human. You might get this kid. Um. Yeah, and you know, and he's just pretty ableist, isn't it? Because there's a lot. Of, there's some really sick kids out there. And what are you trying to say? Like, there's a rush job on making these kids. Sometimes shit just happens. <laughs> yeah, you can't rush job make people, and they still get sick. Whatever, Doctor Fraser. I'm glad you're not my doctor. <laughs> I mean, overall, he's you know, 
He's getting <laughs> just the head of a 70 year old man and uh, several failing organs. He's a seven. Let's call him a seven year old man. Seven year. Oh, the seven year old man. Shit, oh, shit. it could be called that too. Yeah. Damn. Oh, man. All right. Well, I, you got editing skills. Uh, so, yeah. So he's just there and uh, and he keeps looking in the corner. And he's like, mother's over there. And he wants me to talk to O'Neill. That's you, right? And, you know, yeah, I love, yeah, I love this whole, this whole conversation. First of all, it's so much shade at, at daddy Hammond. Oh yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Who just has to stand there and take it. What happens is this kid is like, well, basically mother's been watching you since, um, since episode spirits because yay we're really proud of it and we wanted to bring it up again (laughs) we did such a good white job and uh so anyways she mother had observed at this point that the only person in any position of leadership on this entire base who could definitely be trusted due to his their behavior during the episode spirits was colonel o'neill and colonel o'neill's like what about the rest of my team well, they're not in charge, so fuck them. Although, well, yeah, but then I was thinking, it's like that episode. O'Neill didn't even lead in that episode. Remember, he he was hanging out in a sling. Carter, that was Carter's gig. You know, they take women. They take everything away from us. Yeah, yeah. He, he, he <laughs> it's, was. He was just there. Just like this is the lengthened out experience of sitting in a boardroom and giving your ideas and a man repeat them and a seven goes, year old man great idea mike <laughs> i mean great idea charlie sip uh yeah, yeah. well yeah, yeah and uh and the kids like you know only you i can only talk to you mr o'neill everyone's else gotta leave so everyone does yeah he's, he's like look you know you're the only one i can uh well you, we don't even really learn anything the kid the, O'Neill's like, all right, well, what's your name? You know, like, what's your name? You know, yeah, doesn't have one. Doesn't and naturally, one. this kid is yet another stand in for Charlie Jackson. <laughs> I mean, to an inordinate degree. Yeah, to be to the degree of like, could I call myself Charlie? Yeah. <laughs> and Jack goes, well, yeah. Well, I mean, no, he's got a mind fucked a little bit. He was he, he was he was processing it. He was like, is this is this? Oh. Is this gross? I'm not sure. Is this grotesque? Nobody, I I didn't see it coming and I'm not watching from the outside. So I just don't know. (laughs) But this kid is spooky because again, he's like, I came to warn you. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Apparently he's from a place called Retalia and the Ritu there have been uh, in in, in essence wiped out by the Goa'uld. And so therefore some Ritu rebels are on they're they're ready to destroy they want to eliminate the humans for some reason oh like, right which we'll find out in a very funny scene we'll find out why <laughs> yeah funny uh, funny scene. <laughs> wait they go into a meeting i didn't meeting make any meeting notes. one i made no notes about the meeting <laughs> i was just like oh they're in a meeting i at one point i was like mm, kind of science ish stuff blah 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 no, there's like 17 meetings. First off, Car- Carter, his her sort of subplot is figuring out how the iris got opened. So she's like, "Yeah, we don't. It seems it was sort. Basically, it seems like someone pressed enter on a different keyboard somewhere. But I'm on it, sir." 
So she's doing that. Fraser brings up some pop science and is like, yeah, yeah you know, his whole, the Ritu were eliminated, war torn. You know, uh, he's probably uh, psychologically coping with that by hearing his mother. You yeah, because that's, I know. Thank you for calling that some pop science. Um, I wrote, Fraser gets it wrong again. <laughs> and I paraphrased, psych problem sees mom. <laughs> Meanwhile, I was like, no one's like concerned about an invisible alien. Like they don't know that aliens can be invisible. Like nobody's worried that there might actually be an invisible alien who can open their goddamn gate. I mean, we're just like in season two. They've seen a lot of shit already. They should be ready for anything. Well, they should be. They should be like taking it seriously that this kid might have brought might be with an invisible alien. Because he definitely looks weird. I get that he's like air quotes human, but he looks weird as hell. He he looks like the the the, the crazy doctors from Dark City. Oh, I wish I knew what that was. Oh, great movie. Uh, no, wait. He looks exactly like them. Oh my god, they probably took. Oh yeah, that's oh they stole, probably did. It was, they probably got stoned and were like Fozzie Bear plus that guy you're talking about. <laughs> One character. Well, yeah, well, uh, well, yeah, but O'Neill's like, all right, well, yeah, I suppose that could be the case, but like he knew, he knew about like Tanane, he knew about my son. Like, that's not, you know, yeah, and it's not pop science. Still not. Let's just take precautions in case there actually is an invisible alien. (laughs) Yeah, they'll eventually get to that. (laughs) No, no, they go to the most, they don't they don't go to the simplest answer. Like there's an inv- invisible alien in here. They're like, is the kid psychic? What's going on? Oh yeah. Oh, right, right, right. And then, and Dr. Fra- and uh, can you figure that out doc? And Frazier's like, well, we will do in another examination. We'll do the ESP examination. That's yeah. And thing. she's constantly like, I guess I'll do another examination. What I feel like <laughs> is happening is she just kind of like looks at somebody from head to toe from about 10 feet across the room and goes, I can't find anything physically wrong with them. And they're constantly like, <laughs> Could you go check again, knowing that she's the kind of worker that you just have to keep prodding a little bit till they finally do their whole fucking job? That's why she found eventually finds something wrong with them. Yeah, it <laughs> she turns checked out. them like seven times. And can I just say, I could look that that kid from head to toe from across <laughs> the room ten feet and be like, "Yeah, no, he's not." There's okay. an issue. There's an issue. There's definitely something physically wrong with that kid. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, we cut to cuts back to uh, Char- Charlie's uh, room where Teal'c is uh, scaring the boy. Uh, oh, hello. <laughs> why doesn't why didn't mom tell him about the Jaffa? Because he is so freaked out because there's a Jaffa because right. he just came from a planet where the Go'uld used the Jaffa to to also, though, he I think feel like, OK, here, so much is going on here where this scene doesn't make sense. He wasn't actually the Jaffa came and made war with their people obviously didn't wipe them all out because there's still a main government and then a rebel faction. And that this kid's acting like he's been to war. Oh, that's and true. Yeah. Jaffa. And then, but I think he was created after that, but who knows, maybe they're still there. Maybe they're like, you know, uh, like just endless occupying force. Mm. Um, and, uh, but anyway, mom had told him about the team, the whole team, I thought. And she was like, it's just that they weren't in charge. Cause mom even said, I should only trust you and your team. 
in a few minutes. And it's just like, I don't understand why this kid is surprised by Teal, but I will say his smile has gotten about 10 points less scary. <laughs> oh no, no. Tilk does his best. He's like, Oh, hello. Little, little, he, 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 he like widens his arms. Like, hello, little one. <laughs> yeah. And smiles and gives a little bow. Very like, I don't know. Well, O'Neill's like, O'Neill's like, don't worry. He, he, he's cool. He saved my life one time, one time. Yeah. Right. Like eight gajillion times. I mean, how many episodes are we on? <laughs> I know. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. why would he? Even, well, well, I get the only reason he knows he's defies because there's a gold thing on his head. Like that's it. It's like, yeah, that's all. Any, yeah. anyone could have that. Because unless he's like playing beach volleyball, you can't tell any difference between Jaffa and human, <laughs> other than their tattoo. Ooh, God. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Hey, Teal. <laughs> hey, Teal. Don't play beach volleyball. Not, oh, not, God. Not, yeah, just don't do it. Oh, I would hate to tell O'Neill like, no. Did you a reach that stretched his abdomen? Those sti- those stitches I'm are worried. Out. I'm very worried his, his little situation would pop open. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. Teal tries, but then he has to leave like immediately because he, he seems a little sick, a little nauseous. Yeah. Like his spidey senses get all tingly. Yeah. And he tells O'Neill that uh, his uh, little buddy symbiote has become agitated around Charlie or in that room. Charlie 2.0. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Charlie, Char, Char, not my son, Lee. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, um, and, and then this is the part where Frazier. Yeah. That's not so my found notes, nothing, Dr. Frazier. Found nothing found wrong something. with him except for literally everything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And uh, after that, wait, do they have a meeting after that? Because I didn't write down. It seems like it'd be a good meeting break time. Well, she does give one more bit of info uh, where she's like, he has a big alertness spot in his brain, like the little spot where uh, do alertness. So ESP, I guess it's ESP. Oh, yeah. And she goes, well, I'm skeptical about these things, but and then walks away. (laughs) Yeah. While making big old weird eye contact. Yeah, she's not having fun in this episode at all. Like she's irritated. Probably because yeah. one, people are making her do her job. Mm-hmm. And two, there's all this mumbo jumbo going around that's also real and she can't accept it. Do you think that do when you say they're making her do her job, do you mean the character or the actress who's finally been given like a lot of lines? Oh, oh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> You're Bowl? thinking she's like, I was really happy just hanging around just get, yeah just saying there's nothing wrong with them in my in my jacket and then and I'm bouncing, being like going to the food table yeah just like i'm also part of it i'd love to come up to the stage when this show wins an emmy <laughs> <laughs> i'll be on the side i'll be on the very side yeah. of <laughs> uh daniel's not in this very much but he does get to explain the word attrition to Jack. Uh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Well, we we cut to more questions for Charlie, except everyone's now in the room because now the whole team and Daddy can be trusted. I guess. Does this count as a meeting? <laughs> yes. <Okay. laughs> a lot of people gathered in one space discuss the same thing. So, 
No, 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 this, this, no. Yeah, you're right. This part is well. First, we learn that he was created specifically to send this message. Like he's like mm-hmm. genetically created, engineered to to be an in between between right. the Ritu <clears throat> and the humans. And uh, right. yeah, no, this is, this is a great scene. This is a great moment. Charlie, mother says they want to kill the Goa Uld through attrition. Through what, mother? Attrition, attrition. And Jack says, "What does it? What does that mean?" And then Daniel says, well, actually, (laughs) (laughs) attrition means blah. And then Jack's Jack's like, I know what it means. I meant in this context. Yeah, yeah, you pedantic fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. If there's any Daniel Jackson's listening and they want to tell us if there were Emmy nominations, even go ahead and email us at verticalwateringhole (laughs) at gmail.com. Um, Tell us what attrition means too, or don't. <laughs> we know what attrition means because <laughs> we've all worked someplace where they were like, nobody's getting a, a cost of living increase, and they're not. Nobody's getting fired. We're just hoping to decrease to downsize through attrition. Oh my god, is that sort of what the retu are doing? Yeah, they're retu are like, we're going to kill everyone who could possibly be a host. Jesus, and mm. then the goat world will die of attrition. They just will be less and less. I mean, that's a, that's a, I mean, that's a workaround, but I mean, I suppose the strategy is sound. Just it's a terrible strategy. (laughs) I think they must must not know how many planets and why are they going to start with earth? Oh yeah. That makes that. Well, that makes me think because mother, she's the one that was spying on them. Mm -hmm. So she had to have told them about it. And then they were like, thanks mother. They're next. And mother was like, Oh, I feel bad about that. Let me create the seven-year-old man to go and warn you Holy... of the people that I told you about. Holy Jesus, Tori, are you familiar with the term headcanon? Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's a lot of headcanon. Oh, well, I, I'm trying to make sense <laughs> of the situation. Excessive. <laughs> sense of the well, shit. I just wrote, fuck nuggets. It is an invisible alien. <laughs> and I'm like, don't, don't they wish that they had thought of that as an actual possibility earlier when they were just having it roam around. <laughs> well, and there's like a big, that now they go to another meeting yes. and they're like, <laughs> is it possible for something to be invisible? And they have, <laughs> right. And this is where I wrote science ish, blah, blah, blah. Cause it's where Sam starts talking about visual spectrums and a 180 difference in yeah, spectrum particular ways and our eyes and basically if you turn away from somebody if they can't see if you can't see them they can't see you yeah, exactly that's what i got and so then they're like well we better call the tokra for some oh, reason yeah yeah let's get the tokra oh i know what there. it was they were like if the goa uld have technology that works against the ritu then the Tokra probably do too. Mm. So they get out their ET phone home device and uh, call the Tokra. And finally old dickhead dad comes for a visit. <gasps> oh yeah. I didn't remember. I didn't remember his name for a while. So I just kept calling him dad. Well, yeah. Well, cause they're like, well, Teal sort of realized. So if, yeah, if like hosts can do it, the Tokra can. So let's get them to be sniffing dogs for us. Come hang out for a little bit. Wow. 
That's good. And so, and so, yeah. Put it to him that way. Could you be sniffing dogs for us? Jacob rolls in and uh, hugs hugs his daughter and still kind of fucks with her. What do you say to her? He hugs her and then she's like, thanks for, thanks for coming. We could really use your help. And he's like, is that why you called us and not just to hang out with your old man? Oh yeah. That's just regular boring old. And then George does the same thing. (laughs) He's like, we could really use your help. You too, George. Right. When he's the one who didn't even bother to come with the last delegation. And then he switches into, um, God, what the fuck is Selmac. And as soon as Selmac's voice comes on, they do a cutaway to Sam's face. And she is super squicked out at watching somebody else's voice come out of her <laughs> shit dad's body. Yeah. And then and then I was I had a question, which was Jacob goes in to see the little boy. Jacob's got someone else with him. Yeah, he yeah, stays yeah. in the control room. Just his homeboy. Yeah. And um, as soon as they they're like three, two, oh, oh shit. shit, they're like, you stay in the gate room. And they're like, maybe you should go home, actually. But I guess he doesn't. And then he goes to see the little boy and immediately gets like violently ill, like Mr. Food Poisoning. Well, well that, just real, just real quick, like when they do that, Charlie's just trying to just trying to relax. And yeah, like, no. Oh, yeah. He's like, <laughs> people are coming in. He's like, for crying out loud, look at me. I'm fucking dying here. <laughs> and Jack's face when he says, for crying out loud, he's like, I'm tired. I'm just so tired. And then another delegation of people come in to talk to him. It's like, you guys need so many meetings. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't even do it in the briefing. We got to do it here as well. Fuck me, dude. This is the worst. And how did the Goa Uld, um, Succeed against the Ritu when the very presence of Ritu makes them physically ill. Mm. Mm-hmm. Like, pretty sick. At least thus far in the episode, apparently they all take some Dramamine or <laughs> some other kind of anti nausea later in the episode because they all seem fucking fine later. Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Oh, but we get some more Dr. Frazier. Oh. And I, she wants, she's explaining that um, basically genetic engineering has all kinds of unknown side effects. And I'm like, is that true, Dr. Frazier? I, that <laughs> seems, it's not true. You're, you're saying that genetic engineering is just like a Benadryl where you're trying to make yourself not have allergies, but you also fall asleep and get really hungry. I, that's not how it's genetic engineering is super duper precise, but this was, I guess the nineties. She, she's just like, yeah, you can try it, but something might happen. Things might not work yeah. out. Totally. For instance, it's- you might have like total organ failure <laughs> and look very unappealing. You might have very thin skin with a bunch uh, of broken capillaries in your face. Oh man. So yeah, they're in there and yeah, they're, they're, the toker is super weirded out by this kid or whatever, something in there. And when they're like, there's a Ritu in there. Hey, Hey, Hey buddy. Oh, you got those guns. Sweet. Grab a couple of like gunny looking guns and roll in there and just sort of like (laughs) scan, scan the place. And Oh shit. Mother revealed. Oh, by the way, they didn't know it was the Ritu, but they brought their Ritu seeking guns. Very, very handy. (laughs) <laughs> well yeah well yeah we see we see mother and she's just sort of hanging around charlie and uh yeah no no you know 
It was like a praying mantis that was super tall and had been and like kind of hanging off the wall. Yeah. Like super buff. Yeah. Like a buff bug. It was weird. Yeah. And then it, yeah. And then it like shoots something and like, and then they're like, all right, we, all right, we figured that out. Let's leave. We're sick. And O'Neill's, O'Neill's trying to reassure Charlie a little bit, you know? Yeah. And, and it didn't seem to have, I just want to talk about, mama bug it didn't even seem to have like a this is what i look like when i'm still it seemed to have like a million different feet and things flying off of it that were constant that were like moving oh yeah 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 this made it look this was 99 cgi this was a yeah it's like if it was still you'd have seen it was bad but it was moving so much it made it creepy you're just like okay yeah (laughs) yeah so we go to uh meeting number uh eight I actually did take notes on this meeting because <laughs> yeah, so, someone has that exact same point. They're like, how did the Gould wipe them out? Like you got like, you guys have been like vomiting for two hours. Like what's going on? Oh, someone brought that up. I wonder what I was thinking about when that conversation happened. Well, and also they're invisible. It's like, this is crazy. And uh, Jacob, you know, throws down the gun. He's like, this is a trans phase eradication rod tur for short. And uh, really? Yeah, I definitely don't know what I was doing when this scene, when this conversation was happening. <laughs> I mean, I was sitting in front of my TV. <laughs> well, you weren't totally in phase with this. So your your waves were perpendicular, to... and like uh, 180 <laughs> degrees or something decibels. I don't know. But uh, well, the Toker know like the Toker know about the Ritu rebels because yeah, there's a mm-hmm. faction of them. That 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 are like you know look like no, they're this like has to be done. terrorists. They're, they're the like IRA terrorists. And insects. They're like terrorists here on Earth. And so I wrote down, well, you would know, white guy with an anger problem and control issues, <laughs> because I felt like in the late nineties it was definitely a burn on the on some of the wrong people. Uh, but yeah, but the, he's like he's like yeah, you know their 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 mo is they do five insect man teams. Uh, they come in, they they rig a bunch of explosives and then sort of show up after they've done all their stuff and make it hell and then sort of die along with it. So, and they're invisible. So what you gonna do? What you gonna do? Yeah. Like, like and this is Teal'c subplot. He's like, how do I deal with an invisible attacker? Hmm. <laughs> like, that's like what he talks about in the meetings. Carter's still figuring out how the keyboard, someone pressed enter on the keyboard. Yeah. And Dan, Daniel's just sort of. Daniel's still pissed about the attrition thing. Yeah. Daniel's <laughs> just adjusting his glasses a lot. He, he's, I think he says something. He contributes words, not like useful, but like words to one of the meetings just so general daddy can tell him to shut the fuck up. But I don't remember what it was or which meeting it was in. So. All of them, right? Well, well, you cut back to Charlie, who's uh, still trying to get some sleep before Jack interrupts him. <laughs> he's always happy to see Jack. Oh yeah, and he's crying a little bit. He's crying. He's embarrassed because he's crying, and and we have an, I think we have an anti toxic masculinity moment from Colonel O'Neill here, mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. or almost. 
almost (laughs) it was so confusing because at first you're like oh we're going in a good direction because he's like because the kid's like oh mom mom says not to cry because boys on your planet don't cry and what he means is boys in some cultures on your planet are stigmatized if they cry jack says no that's not true um they they do cry, but he doesn't go so far as to be like actually showing all your emotions as a sign of strength and being a full emotionally well-rounded human being. Um, he says, Oh no, there's a list of at least six reasons why it's okay for boys to cry. List I've ever fucking heard. <laughs> and they're all about your mom. Yeah. <laughs> I'd like to know is Jack divorced because, um, his kid shot himself or is Jack divorced because he was just an intractable fucking mama's boy. <laughs> and his wife was like, I have had enough. Like, I'm wondering, well, what are the other ones? Yeah, yeah, okay. no, yeah. He never got to one or two. Yeah. Yeah, he was like, not when your wife leaves you, I can tell you that. Yeah, that, no, that's not in there. Uh, poss- I still haven't pl- cried. Possibly losing your real Charlie might be in there, but he doesn't mm-hmm. say it, although you can almost see it because... And he's gonna, he should also say... But not losing stand-in Charlies. Stand-in Charlies haven't made me cry yet, so I probably also <laughs> won't cry when you whatever happens. Well, Char- well, Charlie throw- puts it on pretty thick because he's like, you know, you know, he's just he just straight out of the- he's just like I want to I want to hang out with- I want to be with you I want to be with you Jack I want to hang out yeah. I want to I want to stay with you live with you I bet you were a good dad yeah. And I was like, oh, I got, I got information for you, Charlie 2.0. Jack was, in fact, not a very good father. <laughs> <laughs> well, even with all his ESP, he doesn't re- realize that. Yeah, no, I mean, you know, it's just kind of what this is like asteroid level bombardment, you know, of a question. It's just like, yeah. And I, th- and I think MacGyver pulls it off pretty well, you know, hmm. like it's just kind of like, damn, damn, man. Like, what do you say to that? What do you say? And then about? he'll have another situation where that where that happens again, you know? I know. And you just go, oh, maybe. Well, maybe that's what you say to kids who want something you don't want to do. You're like, we'll see. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. Well, one thing O'Neill so, gets from him, he's like, could you tell, could you ask mother, you know, where the Ritu rebels are staging their, their fight? They're on a planet. They're going to, they're going to come through that way. Where, where are they at? And Charlie uh, gives gives him that. He's like, yeah, she'll give me the ad- address. I'll, I'll phone it in, you know? It's like, great. Yeah. Can I say, like, Charlie is too much like a little boy and not enough like um, an instrument of tactical communication? Like, the fact that they have to ask all these questions of mother, like, mother should be like, okay, great, you've got their attention. No, say this, say this, say this, say this, say this, say this. Say this. <laughs> Like mothers, like mothers in the background, like writing notes somehow with their mandibles. Okay. Now, Charlie, son, son, she didn't name him Charlie. No, she's like, son, uh, she's basically like, no, 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 I'm not going to tell him yet. They, they didn't ask if they, I guess if they'd wanted to know, they would have asked me. I mean, that's kind of an interesting part. Uh, cause it, uh, earlier Charlie's Charlie's like, yeah, like they made me specifically for this purpose, but they had to send me a lot sooner than they thought they would have one because the reacher rebels are like staging earlier and because Dude, I started falling the fuck apart. Yeah. And I started falling the fuck apart. So that's kind of, that's kind of interesting is like, they like, he should have been like a fully grown adult coming like right. an emissary, 
but they didn't have time. So they sent this kid, yeah. you know, and that's kind of, that's, 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 I like that. You know, I, I like, you know, it's, okay. it's cause mother, mother, w- I'm sure w- didn't want it to be this way. You know? I, I will say like, I am not describing a great um, episode. If it went my way, I'm just saying, I'm just saying it doesn't make sense, <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> Well, I mean, no, 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 no. Also, like, if I were going, if I'm thinking I'm an earth human and I've got to go warn the Ritu of a very similar sitch. Mm. So I make a bug baby that yeah. I'm going to grow into a bug man. Yeah. Or woman. Huh. Yeah. I probably would grow a bug woman. Thank you. Yeah. And uh, how much am I able to love? bug baby who's not actually my baby but something that they made in the lab and we're like since you're like military or some kind of spy or whatever reason that like they would have me doing it would i want it to call me mother and would i be like oh let me be real gentle with it or i'd be like look messenger (laughs) messenger bug hang on this is what you got to say cut cut to three weeks ago briefing room Ritu Central, Doctor <laughs> Phrasebug is like. Well, it would probably be more psychologically helpful for the uh, the budding genetically engineered human boy if he could attach himself to the uh, the person, the other bug that's going to send him along on this journey. So I would suggest being his mothered surrogate, and you call him son. I'm not going to name him fine do whatever you have to do but you know just kind of just you know be be there for him do that thing you know i'm a goddamn spy i'm a professional goddamn yeah, i'm not gonna name it <laughs> i'm not gonna name it i'm not gonna gender it i don't know what that is dr phrase bug rolls her 17 eyeballs yeah why don't you do it dr phrase bug <laughs> you already had me adopt a kid against my will <laughs> okay fine well can I can't think of a good name for Daniel Jackson. That's a bug. Anyway. <laughs> Can bug Daniel Jackson? Actually. Why does it have to be me? Oh, that version of Daniel Jackson died in like season one, episode four. Oh, the version. Because we can't wear it. glasses and he couldn't see. So anyways, they decide to go to this place yeah, yeah, where yeah. the rebels are. And I will say the side view of them walking through the gate is pretty cool. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Peter DeLuise knows his shit. No, I yeah, like it. They send the they send the the Walp in first. Shit, I said Walp. Ma- they Malp. Said, Malp. Where am I getting the Walp? <laughs> the Walp. <laughs> I even wrote Walp. <laughs> I wish it was called Walking the Walp. All Terrain. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, they send the Malp in with one of the the tur guns on it. They they scan the area. Bunch of sh- soldiers at the gate. Like this is seventy five people for a recon mission. I don't know what's going on, but they get there and they're expecting to five find like five or 10 Yeah, based on their Tok'ra Intel. And when they get there, they see like a hundred. Oh, it's awesome. It's starship troopers. It's fucking great. Yeah. But what is amazing is thank God somebody (laughs) either built or left a hiding ridge so close to the gate and above where they uh, are doing their military, oh, we love I ridges. guess. Exercise. We love ridges. Yeah, 
it's not like the fucking gold have been coming through the gate and shit. And uh, so I think it's perfect for them to do their ex- their training exercises <laughs> in a valley over overseen by a ridge next to the gate. It just makes sense. Well, yeah, no, it's no good. And Tilk and, and Jacob are not having a good time. Just even that, even that far away from the swarm, like they're like sick. So it doesn't, it's not looking good. So we cut back to another meeting. Well, what, what, what do we do? What do we do? The only person that has any sort of like objectively like sound thing who's, who's completed her project is Carter. Who's like, yeah, oh yeah, you know that the the keyboard thing right, with the, with the iris, yeah, no, no. I put some, I'm gonna put some palm sensors on the computers. People have to palm it because they're they're praying mantises. Bugs. They got like hooks and shit. Bugs don't got palms. Yeah, yeah. So her her project completed, A plus, gold Although, star. <laughs> they probably could just snap, use pincers or something to just snap one of our palms off. Is it heat sensitive? Does it have to be like a warm palm? Well, yeah. Well, and she and she's like she's figuring out she 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 does it. Tilk's helping, but then he has some cramps. Right, because we are also they've gone to a planet with these things, and they're like, um, "What if some of them came back?" And they're like, "We're pretty sure they didn't." And they're like, "But what if they did?" And they're like, "We're pretty sure they didn't." Okay, <laughs> but then as you point out, Tilk starts to look like he ate the prawns off the buffet. Yeah. And uh, I told you not to eat the shrimp. Yeah. That buffet has been out under heat lamps for like seven hours. And those shrimp are covered in it. Oh. The shrimp are covered in mayonnaise. Okay. Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> Disgusting. <I know>. <laughs> Fuck <laughs> Reno. <laughs> oh, I've never been to Reno, but I guess. Um, no, I'm guessing. that's there. There's a lot there. of mayonnaise covered. Hot it's on prawn. their city flag. It's a <laughs> bowl of shrimp covered in mayonnaise and fry sauce. Yellowing mayo over. <laughs> well, no, Carter's on it. She's like, all right, Ritu, in the house, hit the button, code nine, let's go, alarms, da 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 da, let's rock. Uh, but, right. fuck, no, they're too late. One of the Ritu's there. They scan a little bit, but it's too too late. It's it shoots Jacob's uh, homeboy. He gets shot. His turf falls to the ground. Teal like fucking. He also fights through the pain. Barrel rolls, grabs the tur, comes back up, shoots the motherfucker, and the Ritu just disintegrates. It's fucking great. Yeah, it's pretty great, and, and I like that better than exploding slime everywhere. Because is the slime invisible? Like, how are you going to clean that? No, yeah, it looks because it's like the tur like creates like a zone, like a square of vision. And when yeah. they get shot, like you can see it, and it, and it makes sense, like the CGI thing. They just put a square onto the frame and like put it in, and the mm-hmm. goo is in there, and then it like disappears. No, that place yeah. is covered in fucking praying mantis goo. Like I feel like it would have been great to see like Sam go like ugh. <laughs> and you don't know why, but it turns out like she just got hit by a big uh, invisible bug guts. But she's like, I can't, I can't feel it. I can't, but I know it's there. <laughs> she's like, Ugh. or she can feel it, but she can't. Cut to after this episode ends, Siler in a darkened room, like with a tur gun, like trying to clean up the shit. <laughs> 
He's like, they got yeah. me doing a lot of jobs. I mean, I mean, I'm a handy, I'm a, I'm a jack of all trades, but fuck. I'm the goddamn custodian, <laughs> not the janitor. It's uh, yeah. So yeah, they're, they're under attack. So O'Neill, daddy and Jacob are just r- hanging out. They get attacked as well, but uh, no, no one's too hurt. But yeah, Jacob's like, dude, like the, yeah, if they're already here and they're already fucking shit up, they probably have like explosives set everywhere. They're like mini nukes. Mm-hmm. Like the, it, the, you know, it's you're gonna get fucked. And if they I really go, spaced out for the meetings, I like. Oh, really? <laughs> well, there was 37 of them. So okay, yeah. But I was like, yeah, but you probably don't have to worry. Like, you guys got it in there pretty quick. Like, you don't. Have to, if the mountain's good for one thing, it's keeping things inside the mountain, right? Like, that's the whole goddamn point. <laughs> I don't know. I, I feel like I, we've had. <laughs> aliens some foothold situations right where it seemed like pretty easy to get out i mean otherwise the logistics of like the elevators and like if you if you, if you don't have a good system in place then just don't worry about it just put it in a warehouse they go into it like this is the the next bit of like stuff is it's pretty sweet they, they go straight alien three they're going to be like they're going to like all right we're all together okay we're going to like start we're gonna like coalesce and we're gonna like go through individually and flush these things out strategically we're gonna like try we can't see him but we're gonna like push him into this one spot all together let's roll and it's pretty awesome yes yeah yeah well i will say when they get into the firefights i think the retu blasts are very cool they've Mm. got good they've got cool guns if we could only see them and and have one <laughs> everyone's in like separate groups or whatever and like yeah they have little firefights with them the mountain does lose a couple of like like soldiers well yeah they're they're yeah they're they're, they're fighting jacob gets clipped but yeah he, him and him and carter are, are are killing it you know they she kills one teal kills one at some point cuts a jack and daniel like they they end up around charlie's room and they have a fun little charade scene. Oh, I know. I like that too. Yes. Have they not trained Daniel for this? Have they not trained Daniel on signals? I thought he was because I thought he understood Jack's signals, but then I couldn't understand why he couldn't do signals back. Oh, yeah. That would be like being able to understand ASL, but not be able to sign anything. I suppose that, that could that could be difficult, sense? although you can just mimic, right? Well, if you know what the signs are, I think you can make them with your hands, even if you're slower at it. But I did think that Daniel's hand signals were more intuitive. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, I guess they got their point across. There's some Ritu in there. And there's also some people in there, Daniel points out. Oh, yeah, yeah. Frazier, some other doctors, Charlie. Yeah, and Jack's like, I know. Good. <laughs> I can see them. <laughs> yeah. So, but they roll in there, and there's some Ritu in there, and there's a big firefight. It's crazy. And then, and then, so- <laughs> someone shoots mother. Yeah. And it's a, it's another Ritu. Yeah, because she kills. She takes that Ritu out, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. She takes that Ritu out, and then someone else blasts. The Ritu that shoots her. Uh, O'Neill gets clipped, but yeah. they're Which yeah. I thought he got lucky because he barely got injured, but then 
when they're like doing the count, like, well, I got one and Teal got one and mother got one and Jacob got one. And so blah, 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 blah. Anyway, that's five. Yeah. I think they're all gone for once. They do do due diligence. And Jack says, well, you better go do a scan of the whole base, which is a major job. <laughs> and Jack just has to sit there and hold like a bandage against his fucking arm. <laughs> it probably barely hurts anymore. Dude, dude that, to arm, be honest. that arm is so fucked. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't know why Charlie wants to be him to be his dad. He can't throw a baseball for <laughs> oh shit. Anymore. There are dads with no arms for a good family. Fair enough. Well, yeah, they got all the books. Including mother. Damn. Whoops to doodles. I think that wraps up that wraps that up in a neat bow. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, Char- really Char- Charlie's he's so, so the, I guess number number three has been reached on O'Neill's scale or four. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> this is a confusing list. Things seem to be in the wrong order. It's like he, it almost <laughs> like he was making it up on the fly. <laughs> <laughs> well, he didn't have your mother gets disintegrated in front of you on the list. Maybe that was two. I don't know. I don't uh, know. I think that was a reason not to. Kid does not cry. <laughs> Very uh, manly. Well, he he hugs O'Neill, you know, and then he goes limp. It's it's. Yeah. And I, at this point, because they showed like the whole back of this kid's head, and I'm like, I guess I'm squeamish, but I just, oh, this kid's head skin is so gross <laughs> to me. It's it's just, it's taut and shiny and full of busted capillaries. <laughs> <laughs> so we're all ready for the adoption papers to be signed. Here we, go. we just need to show you some pictures of the the back of the of uh, Charlie's head. Mm. Oh no! This is nope. a hard place to be in. Do you guys Ooh. know any good dog breeders? Because I'm just gonna go get a puppy. <laughs> uh, well, uh, Doctor Fraser takes him. They're like, yeah, he's probably not not much I can do for him. Uh, Jack, he's like, fuck again. Yeah, I thought he died right there. Oh yeah, yeah. I thought he, I thought he was gonna. I thought die. he was dead. But uh, no, J- uh, Jacob comes in and he's like, "We can take him," and yeah. we know what the hell that means. Yeah, we do. Mm-hmm. They're like, "Oh, sweet, we need another host." And I'm like, "Is that kid old enough to consent to being Tokra?" Yeah, I don't know. Like, I thought he wanted to live with Jack. He did. Yeah. So I guess, I guess, I mean, no kid is old enough to decide who their guardian is, I suppose. Well, and Jack never really gave a definitive answer to that, to that question. No, he sidestepped that shit like crazy. (laughs) But yeah, but, but, you know, again, this is, this is just like O'Neill's nightmare, you know, it's like, it is maybe he was citing if he was citing on the side of like having Charlie 2.0, well, that's gone. He's taken away from him. You know, bug infestation. It's like this is everything. He, he, his worst nightmares. Yeah. But maybe he wasn't. Maybe, maybe he's. Maybe he's like, Whoo, okay. Good. What if they'd had extermination in the mountain while mother was there? <laughs> a little bug bomb. A little bug bombing. Yeah. A little raid. Why didn't they even think about that? Just <laughs> <laughs> huge cricket traps. Like, look, people, we're going to have to go step by step. We're going to have to do it all in patches. Like, we all have to, like, hang out in some room somewhere, you know, while everything else is getting bombed. You know the drill. 
you know, we all know. So um, Jacob has a little warning for them. Mm. He's like, be careful because the Ritu rebels might be done and they are very guileful. And I enjoyed very guileful. the word guileful. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody ever uses that. It's all guileless. <laughs> They're just full of guile. Yeah, this guy's got a lot, loads of guile. So well, I, well, that does suck because now they're just like, all right, so yeah, thanks. You you want us to be paranoid about invisible terrorists? Okay, we'll do we'll do that too. <laughs> I know, and yet they never. Um, I I feel like they never see this boy again. No. No, I, if they see that they, maybe they see, they deal with the Ritu again, but I have zero, um, memory of this happening. Oh no, because <laughs> that's the thing. Cause O'Neill has one last thing with, with Charlie O'Neill's back in the sling. He's got the sling on again. He just keeps it by his bed and, and got, well, yeah. And he's like, I'll, uh, you know, I'll, I'll come visit and you'll visit here. If the writing gods are kind. I don't even think there's a scene of O'Neill going, you never call, you never write. Oh my God. How many, how many Charlie surrogates are we going to. God, what are we up to four? Are we up to three? We're up to three right now. Three. Okay. And we're only on season two. Uh, Well, fuck. They got to get tired of this at some point. Anyway, we have this very extended goodbye dad scene where Sam is saying goodbye to her dad. And everyone's saying goodbye to and Jack, I guess, is saying goodbye to Charlie 2.0 or Charlie 4.0. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. Everyone says their goodbyes. Uh, For a long time. Yeah. yeah. Meanwhile, like 30. <laughs> meanwhile, I see multiple of four, like 24 Ritu are like sliding through the gate because it's open. Right. right. <laughs> no, it's a one way. It's a one way call. Thank goodness. Oh my God. Well, yeah, Jacob and Charlie, they, they go through the gate and uh that's the that's the end of the episode. That's it. Yep. It's done. All done. Bye bye. <laughs> see, see ya, maybe. See ya. Well, I'll uh, come visit. I'll call um, you. I want to know something. Yeah. <clears throat> Tori. Yeah. Were you comforted by this episode? Mm, yes, yes, I was. Oh. Uh it's been a while. It's been a while, you know. Uh yeah took a couple of weeks off and uh it was nice to come back it was nice to uh i re- i realized the last one we had watched was the one with the war boys and white shock oh <laughs> guys and like and like the you fun call them the war, the war boys yeah yeah because it looked like the war boys from from fury road oh 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 oh, oh. god yeah. i can't believe that's the last one we watched yeah that was the last one we watched <laughs> wild so it was nice to come back i had fun watching it it was a good time not a, not a lot happens in the episode but but it has some cool fight stuff so i i enjoyed it i was comforted uh what about okay. you sarah were you comforted by uh nope. this episode? nope okay nope because while i did, barely had to look at the bugs which obviously is gross um i did have to look at that little boy's head a lot yeah plus he was so like sanguine and just like adult and like weird yeah i don't know he was creepy little he was creepy is the alexander episode yeah oh god because alexander also is the creepiest (laughs) 
like when he's like a little, little boy and he's just like this little toothpick of a kid that they put all that like cling on headdress on head. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, Ooh, and then Alex, uh. right? hold them up. Like Alexander's mother is half human and has some pretty slender, slender hips. So oh, fuck. I don't know how that whole, how all that was. <laughs> um, so it's going to be a no from me. All right. Uh, as you watched or after you watched, did you consider like having, uh, that's a character whose life I'd like. That's an upgrade. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. For this episode, this guy lateral move. So I guess, you know, <laughs> easy peasy meh. I could be that guy or like a, Oh, hell no. That's the worst character to be mm. like uh, a yay, a nay. Are yay, meh, and nay. Uh, yeah, yeah, I did. Um, my yeah is Carter. She, uh, yeah, she came out on top in this episode. At one, uh, she completed her project. I think that's the only person that did. Um, <laughs> and uh, I assume uh, it works. Uh, and also she got to hang out with the with dad, do a little mm-hmm. firefighting. Mm-hmm. You know, got a nod and a wink. You know, like, like great, great time. Um, my nah, uh, and how to choose Charlie, you know, he was up there. He's not having the best time, you know, but I got to go with O'Neal. Oh, how come? Uh, loses another Charlie <laughs> through no, through no fault of his own. It's, it's just thrown into his, the, the situation is just thrown into his lap <laughs> against his will. Like, I, can you call me Charlie? I want to be Charlie. Can you be my dad? I'll, I, I want you to be my dad. Oh, I'm dying. Oh, I got to go. It's like, I'll come visit. Yeah, he's had a chance to process any of it. No. Uh, and there's a bunch of bugs around. We know how O'Neill likes bugs or doesn't like them. You know, yeah. he's, he's, he's squishy about the whole thing. Uh, not a good scene. Invisible bugs, in fact. Not a good scene. Two of his it's worst awful. situations. Uh, O'Neill. Uh, my met is mother. She, you know, she sort of, you know, she was just a professional. She she did what she set out to do. She sort of accomplished it, you know, and she got to sort of hang out at the base <laughs> invisibly. Yeah. You know, who knows she, what she saw? Like a, like a fly on the wall. <laughs> yeah. Who knows? Who knows the, the weird things daddy does privately in his office, just watching Teal'c meditate and meditating with them and enjoying it. Or maybe not. I don't know. Yeah, or maybe like learning to meditate like Teal and being like, oh, wow, I just figured out how to meditate and really get my life together and then get weighted. <laughs> yeah, and but then she gets shot. So, my man. Uh, what about you, Sarah? What's your yet, net, and meh for this episode? All right. My yet is O'Neill because he doesn't have to do, he doesn't have to go with the crew. <laughs> He's a good, good out for not having to do that whole base inspection for more bugs. He gets to just hang out in the um infirmary and <laughs> i got this sling on fellas i yeah right. i can't my man is daniel he doesn't really seem to understand anything that's going on in this episode at all but he does he's funny a couple of times mm-hmm. he's just kind of like not really in it so that's my eh, sure and my nay is teal because he is like got food poisoning symptoms for most of the episode. <laughs> I feel like 
is a fucking nightmare. So, well, and, and plus the whole like invisible enemy thing, like it, re- like he really does. Every meeting, he's like, he's like, but they're invisible. What do we do about that? Yeah, <laughs> like, it's like he's just like ruminating on it the entire. It's just irritating him to no end. He's like, what is the strategy? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> which is fair. No, yeah, yeah, fair. Yeah. But you know, it's one of those episodes where Teal talks and was like, "Shut up, Teal." <laughs> Even though he has always like the best questions and good ideas, but all right, that's good. Well, uh, what do we got for uh, next week, Sarah? What do you think this one's going to be about? It's called 1969, baby. Really? Yeah. It's called 1969. What? It's got got 8.7 stars. We're talking about season two, episode 21. And the plot is a solar flare sends SG-1 back in time 30 years to 1969. Captured by military police at Cheyenne Mountain, they escape with the help of a young Hammond and then must find the Stargate so they can return to the present. <laughs> I love this episode. I, th- I thought it came later when the show kept getting better. I, this is why I think this is why I was like, it starts getting good. Like the end of season two, like oh just before. Season two. This is a fucking holodeck episode. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. No, no, that's fun. I'm looking forward to a young daddy. We'll see. Yeah, young young daddy's pretty hot. Like it seems taller than daddy. <laughs> How's his hair? Uh, does he have hair? I can't remember. It's either he's either bald or like super blonde. Mm, okay. All right. All right. Well, can't wait. Can't wait. Like Nord- nordically blonde. Back in time. Oh, oh, hey, come try it. Come try it. Come try it, Starburst Swirlers, Chewy Sticks, with all the original Starburst flavors, two and one per each swirl stick. Oh, is it like a Twizzler, but Starburst? Yeah. That sounds good. It is delicious. Cherry lemon, strawberry orange, cherry strawberry. <laughs> Just rock, paper, scissors, that shit. The combinations are all over the map. Starburst Swirlers. Do not come try a Chardonnay. In my whole life, I've had one good Chardonnay, and it keeps me going back, going, maybe this one will also be good, like that one Chardonnay. And they're (laughs) disgusting. And everyone's like, don't say you hate Chardonnay. How could you? They're so different. They're all so different. I've had one good one, in my opinion. So fuck Chardonnay. Fuck Chardonnay. I will not come try a you anymore oh you you've a you've a tried you've a tried a i am a and found it a lacuna Gross. come try a thanks come try a. thanks or starburst don't. and not chardonnay yeah that's great so if you've stuck around this long since we are i thought a banter free show but maybe i don't listen so maybe a low banter show mm-hmm. we thought we can do a segment and if you want to know about us you can stick around for this little segment called get to know your host tori yo what's your favorite meal and why 
Ooh. I'd have to say it's a tie. One, my mother's stuffed mushrooms. Mother? Yeah. yeah stuffed, <laughs> stuffed, stuffed mushrooms. They're, they're, they're delicious. And then I'd, and then I'd say, I mean, it's not specific, but probably a delicious pasta dish is probably my favorite meal. Mm. Yeah. 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 I get to say to you then as well. Yeah. I would say something with lobster, but since I'm allergic to it, I mean, they say I like shrimp scampi. That's just garlic and butter and shrimps. Delicious. And I like cassoulet and I like the cassoulet at Maximilian in the market. I don't even know what the fuck that is. Cassoulet? Yeah. What, what is it? It's French, which is why they serve it at Maximilian in Pike's Market. And it's like uh, got some like white beans in there. And it's 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 meant to be like, oh, here's all the leftover bits, right? So there's like you get a piece of sausage in there. You get like pork belly in there. You get, oh. It's all it's all in this rich sauce. You get bread with it. It's like a bean dish with like a bunch of really good shit in it. Oh, kind of. Yeah. Nice. I haven't had it in a long time, but I haven't, would I describe it that way? I feel like it's like a gravy dish. With a bunch of good shit. In it. <laughs> oh, oh shit! I did forget about pizza. I mean, pizza is really fucking. Well, good. when I say gravy, I forgot about like really good bits, biscuits and gravy, uh, and really, really good eggs Benedict. Especially when I used to be able to eat crab and could have crab cakes Benedict. Mm. But even like avocado eggs Benedict is so good. Mm-hmm. And when we started, I was like, I don't have a favorite, but I thought I just didn't like food. Maybe I like too many foods. <laughs> No, no, that's a deep, that's a deep dish question. <laughs> Cassoulet comes in a deep dish. Nice. You know what my favorite meal probably is actually is like an omakase um, mm. plate from a really nice, from like a good sushi restaurant. Oh, fuck sushi. I forgot about sushi. Yeah. Fuck me. And what's really great is when I share like the omakase with, my husband who will eat all the ones I think are a little bit gross. <laughs> and I love the scallop. The scallop is my, probably my favorite. Mm. Like I changed my <laughs> answer. I love sushi. To sushi. I mean, yeah, I think so. I so think like so. just all sushi. Do you have a favorite sushi? No, I, I no, not really. No. I also, I also like the, um, salmon and green onion roll from shiro who, which is also the omakase plate i like it's from shiro 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 sushi <laughs> shiro sushi that's what we've got like during pandemic for like almost every single anything that happens like is it someone's birthday is it valentine's day someone get a promotion time to order the omakase I mean, no, it's, it's a fun thing, but it has to be that because it's like 200 bucks or something. It's not when you get it at home instead of at the restaurant, even when you get sake delivered with it, it's like, and you tip the driver like 160. I feel like in the restaurant, it, all that would be like 250. Mm. It, that's if you get it directly from them, actually, that's without delivery. Sorry. Both our answers. Sushi. Sushi. <laughs> And I, my in particular scallop, um, nigiri. Nice. I'm partial to sashimi myself. Just give oh me yeah. Fish. Fuck that rice. I can eat it. I can, I can, I can not, I can, I can eat it forever. 
Like there's no there's no like stomach signaling with sashimi no, I know. or sushi. I I could eat it forever. And I've paid the price for that. Which at is restaurants. Feeling... Oh, <laughs> the literal like, price. Like wallet wise. I've paid yeah. the price. Yeah. Yeah, that's sashimi too. They make it expensive and it's not as filling because you don't get that big ball of rice under it. Yeah. I think the last time I went to Shiro's, I spent like $500. Wow. Yeah. Well, there you go, folks. You uh, know a little more about us now. Send us sushi if you can. Actually, don't. That's not a thing. Oh, yeah. That sounds like, um, yeah. Uh, that sounds dangerous. <laughs> But, uh, we'll all look like teal with food poisoning if yeah. you mail us sushi. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, but you know, uh, thanks for listening and uh, catch any of our other episodes on our website, the7symbol.com, along with any podcatchers of your choice, Apple, Spotify, Google Play, etc. Give us five stars if you're oh, yeah. down or, even, or if you're not, just do it. And if you like hate this and you're like, I can't believe I listened to the whole thing. It was only because I was busy like cleaning my carpet you're still then here just, then just walk away you don't have to you don't have to you don't have to waste your time rating us oh you missed something in that corner there you yeah go. go get it yeah you're and still listening and don't forget to do like a rinse cycle because that that soap that sticks in your carpet attracts more dirt it's, it's a scam maybe if you hate this podcast you should just um like fuck off (laughs) because i would i've hated podcasts and i just like fuck off i'm like i don't why would i say anything about or like why would i waste my time telling like going and reviewing them and telling them their shit or anything else there you go all right well then uh on that note we'll, we'll see you later uh listeners and uh holy hannah Holy Hannah! Holy Hannah!